You are now listening to the Open Tab Podcast. So crack one open. Stay alive. Folks, episode 29. There's a lot to talk about. We've been missing for a couple of weeks. But our boy, number eight, DJ Danny Dimes gave us. Wait, wait, you're not even going to introduce our. I think we're all a little excited about. I know, you're very excited. I'm very excited. But we're going to introduce our guests here. We're trying to get more guests on the OTP because we know you guys are sick of just hearing me and Yoda's talk, like, you know, to no end. So we got my boy John in the building. JB, say hello to the people. What's going on, guys? I just want to say I was doing a little catch up on the pod. So congrats, both of you, Phillies and Mets, in the playoffs. Daniel Jones, we'll see if he's any good. Yeah, we'll see. That's, yeah. What, that's where we left off. Oh, right? okay, yeah. So the Phillies <laughs> and the Mets are definitely in the playoffs. They'll be uh, shooting we both, the <laughs> we both probably said that. Too bad it was a month ago. All right. And uh, that's no shock to either of us. Are you, are, you might be a little bit more shocked than me. I'm not shocked. Like, I'm disappointed. Oh, yeah. I, 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 yo, I said from the beginning of the season, even the offseason, that the pitching was bad. Starting pitching was brutal. Bullpen's brutal. We'll save it. We'll save it. We're going to get the people what they want right away. And John, even though we know you're going to be our one of our Jets correspondents, uh, we're going to start off with the Giants, not just because me and Jonas are homers and are Giant fans, but because the real story happened with what Yoda said. Daniel Jones absolutely balling out in his first game against the Bucks. I'm not going to say that um, I was shocked, but for him to do that in his first game, and he was getting rocked pretty consistently. I don't know why people say the O-line has improved for the Giants if after that game. I think Shaq Barrett might have had 25 sacks if they played another quarter. Yeah. The guy was in the backfield on every play, and Daniel Jones was making plays, and they won the game. Talk about the kicks if you want. That's part of football. Guys miss kicks. Get a better kicker. Yeah, but no even if even if they lost the game, you don't think we would have been hyped to talk about Daniel Jones? I would. Yeah, I don't. I don't give a fuck if the Giants. The Giants aren't going anywhere. I think it's a totally different story. It might be a different narrative to this extent. Like I think the fact that it was a big win changes the magnitude of it, obviously. But as Giant fans, or as uh, even as an innocent, you know, bystander, someone who doesn't care, a neutral. The performance was impressive. I mean, that that if you're just watching football and you don't and you don't even care what team he's on, the guy played well. The Giants defense is probably the worst Giants defense I've ever seen in my twenty. It's worse years. than last year. <coughs> Incredibly worse. Yeah. I've never seen a defense get carved in the passing game like they do. Every single shot downfield is a big play. And they look bad doing it. It's not and like it's hats in two weeks, three weeks. So good luck with that. <laughs> John, any thoughts on the Pats? On the Pats? I think that I think they're a little overrated. Oh, okay. Nah, no, no, right. 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 All right. No. We'll get to that, but I was just I was just throwing a, <laughs> throwing a jab. I will say this, it's kind of for Jet fans, you just gotta wait Tom Brady out at this point, which could be like another ten years. Yeah, he's a white he, walker. He is yeah, he's forty two. He sleeps in uh the finest of silks. And probably bathes in in uh, what is it uh, soy milk or like almond milk. He's bathes in almond milk. No soy in the house. No, there's he's, definitely no soy. He's, so it's definitely he's, almond. He's sleeping in a fucking cryogenic Doctor Evil like ice chamber. His yo, he's in just as good of shape 
as he was 10 years ago. It feels like he's sucking the health out of the rest of the AFC East. Probably. the last 20 years. And he has. And he and literally he has. has. He, you know how many coaches he's gotten fired? You know how many coordinators he's gotten fired? It's enough with the, the Patriots. I'm done with them. Someone needs to step up. One more point on the Patriots. Oh, we got to keep going on Daniel Jones. We're Hold on. About right. the Patriots. Still you know what's tracker. funny? Every Bill Belichick disciple has been absolute garbage once they leave the Pats. Yep. Everybody, I mean, why you can't even stay on Fox Sports 1. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Brian Flores? I mean, that team sucks. And there's only the so much. <laughs> there's there's only so much you could do. I know, with the Dolphins, but still. Matt Patricia sucks. Uh, Everybody has sucked. Uh, and the Lions, the Lions, the Lions are always a sleeper <coughs> team. Oh, they can make some noise this year. Every year. And then they always end up being eight and eight. Every seven, year. Nine, nine, seven. Seven. Anyway. Did the Lions beat the Patriots last year? Am I crazy? They might have. I don't, I don't remember. He was like the first one. Jets beat the Pats. I mean, the, the Lions. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Monday night. Oh, there we go. But going back to another debut that didn't include any pick sixes thrown by the quarterback, Daniel Jones, absolutely impressive. My jaw dropped several times during the game, and I don't think it's realistic to expect this every week, but the fact that you see the potential, he's getting pressured, he's making throws down the field, he's looking down the field, which if you're a Giants fan, I don't think you've seen that in six years, seven years. So, yeah, I saw a tweet that said he's the most athletic quarterback the Giants have had since Fran Tarkenton, the guy who played in the Great Depression. <laughs> this is this is I what mean, we're talking you're about. You're comparing to Kurt Warner at the end of the run. Like, kind of in the end of the run. Kerry Collins, Eli Manning. Oh, no, they've been, been absolute trash in the let's, let's call it, let's call it what it is. It's an inherent, uh, what's the word? Tradition, tradition that the Giants have a slow-footed, big pocket passer. They will not break from that mold. And you could say a little bit racist. I'm just saying. There's a reason Geno Smith got to start. You there's might, a reason. You might as well have put a, a traffic cone <laughs> in the pocket to begin with, with Eli, going back like our whole life, pretty much, since 1994. He, just, he doesn't move well. I mean, I don't... <sighs> Daniel Jones, and I don't know. I don't know if the Giants. But listen, I'm not going crazy about this mobility crap. Like he's running like Michael Vick out there. He made two big runs. He clearly has some acceleration. I, I was getting to that. Yeah, oh, Giant yeah. fans have been deprived of a quarterback that has legs, pretty much. So this looked like he was Mike Vick to us. It was the Giant fans. It was like, yeah, well, wow. I was first of all, the first big run he had, that was a, that was nice because he. Was slowing. He slowed down to let the defender come in, and he bursted by. But you know we seen him slide. We haven't seen him slide. He's, and here's a prediction: the fumbles are a problem. And it, this, this is a bad. I'm sorry, but I have to get this out. This is a bad prediction. But this boy will get hurt this season. Absolutely, without a doubt. I mean, yeah, it's football. It's not really okay. But you know what that means? Who the current backup is? By Archie Manning. Yeah, Archie Manning's gonna club him like Nancy Kerrigan in the back. Do they play the Saints? Uh, they probably do. We have they probably would do. No, I don't think they have that. Uh, one thing that, so. one, on that first run, it was a third down conversion. Eli, if that's Eli Manning back there, you're punting. What did that drive lead to? A touchdown. So, Eli takes a touchdown off the board. We, we You lose that game. Yeah, possibly. I mean, no, definitely. Talk about Listen, the, they, they should have lost the game on the field goal. It's the field goal aside, they should have lost. Daniel, Daniel Jones. Daniel. Yeah. Daniel Jones did things that Eli Manning couldn't. So, at that, 
at that point alone, you have to say it's an improvement. The defense is an abomination. The defense is absolutely abysmal. So I don't expect them to win. I just want to see if he can continue to play at a high level. And another point, what the fuck was everyone looking at? All these analysts that said he was garbage. You can't look at that and say he's not a star quarterback, at the very least. Yeah. I, I so think it makes you wonder, like, what right film did they right have? Like, I don't know who's... It's Redskins, and then I don't know who's next. It's Redskins, Vikings, Patriots. So, not a good run, but if he I gets out of that... First two, smart. Yeah. That's a, a nice little tune-up, but... He will get hurt I, in that Vikings I'm game. just saying, just, t- just be careful, guys. I'm careful with it. I was... <laughs> Over the moon with Sam Darnold week one last year. That Sam Darnold's good, though. No one's saying he's not good. Oh, thank you. I, I think you could use the eye test, too. You can't go by numbers. The Jets are a terrible team. The Giants are a terrible team. That's why I'm saying if you watch the games, if you're a fan of either team, watch the games with a grain of salt. Just, I, I've said since day one, Sam Darnold has all the tools to be good. He's got to be surrounded by talent. Nobody's saying I, that these guys are Drew Brees, Tom Brady. They're I agree that time. I like Darnold. And everyone mistakes me as a Darnold hater, but that's really just a I'm just really just a Saquon defender. So if it's not a Darnold hate, it's a Saquon defense. But Darnold has all the skills, like you're saying. My only criticism of him is, and I never have blamed him yet because it's still early in his career, and I'm aware of what he has around him. I blame the offensive coordinator last year. Yeah, he was brutal. Now, now he's not playing, so you can't really judge too much. It's only one game that he played this season against a tough defense. But I just want to see him throw it down the field. And I don't know if it's the offensive coordinator's fault, if it's a limitation to him, or if it's the receivers around him. But I, as a Jet fan, what do you think it is? And you can't blame the receivers. They're not dropping passes. It's not. But can they get open downfield? Can they make catches? I, I don't know. What's the reason? Downfield doesn't matter because he has two seconds to make decisions. And we're talking about Luke Falk having two seconds to make a decision. Sure. That's the only thing that's keeping me sane right now, is that we haven't had a full team for a full game at any point. Is Mosley Mosley went down. He's out still? Hasn't been back yet. That was our game. We let it go. Mosley Mosley looked like an absolute stud in that first game, so losing him, I will... I'll admit that's it's, a, uh, a It was loss. day and night when he yeah. was in and out. Is Quentin Williams still out? He has not played since that. Dude, that's the most fun. That's what is frustrating about football. Every week there's the injuries. Monocleosis. That, yes. But <laughs> seriously, every Plans week. every team. Every week in the NFL, stars are getting hurt. Like, we're yeah, big baseball around. guys. You can go a whole season without a player missing a fucking inning. This is like... Football is incredibly frustrating when it comes to your stars getting hurt. They're soft. I mean, I think it's the nature of getting your brain scrambled every fucking Listen, it's it's obviously a very painful sport, but the this is why it's like everyone always gave Eli all the credit for getting for never getting hurt. And I was like, maybe we'd be a better team if he tried to get hurt more. <laughs> not because he wouldn't be playing. Not because, not because he wouldn't be playing, but because he would be trying not to preserve his life in a game that and honestly you're not out there to preserve your life you're out there to win games or get off the field and honestly for like the last six seven years if you ever watch the tape Eli never gets clattered he never gets bum rushed because the ball is either out or he collapses he falls like your grandma in the bathtub (laughs) self-sack exactly as a I think the Giants were the last team in the NFL to ever run an RPO 
Could be possible. It uh, really could I, be. I don't know. What are those stats? What are, what have, have you ever seen Eli run a run pass option? I can, can confidently I'm say no. I'm sure I could go into some type of tape. It's never happened. It's never happened. I would bet good money on that. It's never happened. It's never. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying with the, with the confines of a play, I'm sure he's faked. Uh, Maybe a, he's done like a. He, he played for 15 years. You don't think he's ever faked to the uh, to the uh, running back and had one tight end in the corner and ran it in. But that's not an RPO. It's not a designed run. It was like a bootleg. He could he can improvise. Well, nobody's open. I'm just gonna. Like run. I just said it's run pass. It, it technically is, but whatever. I'm not making. Well, every run. play is a run pass option. Exactly right? my point. So, but it doesn't matter. It wasn't a designed it's, run. Exactly, but. It doesn't matter if, it, if there there are times where you can just run it. Then what is it? How do you not call it a run pass option? He the ran the same. He ran the same mechanism and then ran. The play broke down. And he had nothing else. He didn't want to throw a pick. Daniel Jones was supposed to run into the okay, end zone. Whatever. We're arguing semantics here. But yes, I I know everyone's over the moon about the the, the mobility, and my, I'm only impressed in his ability to move around the pocket and give an extra second of time so he can actually make a throw. Because that's important when you have the Giants' offensive line the last six years. And I, think I literally think if you brought the Giants' 2011 offensive line out of retirement right now, they would do a better job than their, their current offensive line has for the last four years. Yeah, the uh, the pass protection has been good. Ooh, Nate Solder is stealing is stealing cash. He's stealing money. Well, Dave Gettleman has cut two starting linemen since his tenure. He's cut two starting linemen. Is Flowers included in that, though? Yes. Like, that's... But still, that's, that's good business. Yeah. But it needs to be cut. But it's also bad business to have a revolving door in your offensive line. Well, he or didn't have a revolving door as... Well, he didn't... Correct. <laughs> yeah, that's it worse. Was, he was to like, me, that's worse. He was but, a broken turnstile. Well, you can't blame him for cutting guys that need to be cut. I think that's good. But he signed Nate Solder, and if Nate Solder doesn't start actually blocking elite uh, pass rushers, because he's paid like an elite right tackle... That's, that's a fact of the matter is. And he's a captain. Whoever named him a captain, good for you. Um, Pat Shermer. Was it a trade or a free agent signing? Free agent signing. Okay. Big money. Pat's let him go. Always a good sign, right? Pat's let him go. Pick that's, him up. that's what I was getting. Pick him up and pay. <laughs> well, the Pats know exactly when someone's done and when they're not. If you really think about Honestly, it. Honestly, I would like to look. There's more than all the scandals we've seen with the Patriots. They've it traded, goes way deeper. They've there's, traded, gene- there's genetic. The deep state. They, they are. They, they've traded guys that you're like, what the fuck? Collins to the Browns, he totally shit the bed. Where has he been? That's what I'm saying. They've cut guys that you're like, why the fuck would they cut them? They totally disappear off the planet. They know exactly what they're, they're literally doing. They're literally the evil empire of football. It's worse. Um, it's harder to deal with than I imagine. It was to be like a Red Sox fan and watch Mickey Mantle. I but I think... I think uh, yeah, I got nothing, dude. I mean, I, so listen, it's, I, I think it's, next week is going to be the test for Daniel Jones. Not because he's only played one game, but because Saquon Barkley is out. He's going to be throwing. Let's, be, be, honest, throwing let's be honest. He did that the whole game the last game. Well, even with Barkley. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. And even with Barkley in the field, I think he had less rushing yards than Daniel Jones did when they were on the field at the same time. The, he got the, modeled clearly, up. the game plan of Todd Bowles was stuff the run. On third down, we're going to blitz the hell out of, out of, the, out of the rookie. They, they did a good job against the run. They stuffed the run. Absolutely stuffed it. There was nowhere to go. Even Barkley couldn't even get an extra two yards on, on, the, on the field. And eventually, Daniel Jones had to sit back there and throw, and it worked. Somehow it worked, 
And we move on. I think that Redskins game is very winnable at home. If he wins that, I wanna I wanna revisit the numbers. I don't know if you saw me over yes. here in the fall. I was on the calculator. Seventy-five yard touchdown, Evan Ingram. You take that off the board. I know that's ridiculous to say, yes. but you remove that. He's at two hundred fifty yards, two hundred sixty yards. Mm-hmm. Still over, over thirty-five attempts. Still a good game. It's get if you get. I'm just I'm saying you're not gonna hit a seventy-five yard touchdown. Again. You're not, but. That wouldn't have happened, like, the only way to make that play happen when you have guys like Evan Ingram on your team is get him the ball in space. He hit him right in stride. He hit him right in stride. The guy didn't stop accelerating the whole time down the field. And that's why you have Evan Ingram. And everyone wanted, is bitching now, I see on TV, about, oh, oh, imagine having Daniel Jones and OBJ. True. I'd like to have both of them. But what would OBJ do? All the time, catch a ball and, and run it in himself. Yeah, but I also, I also, to that you point. You have playmakers for a reason. Pat Mahomes throws a lot of screen passes to Tyreek Hill. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Numbers but to that, high sometimes. To that point, saying. though, if you watched, he made a good read. And he ran for 75 yards. Listen, we're not. <laughs> like, it's real. I don't know. I don't know. How you could have watched that game and really picked up anything. The only thing is the fumbles. The fumbles are going to be a problem. If he's going to want to run a little bit, I don't think he wants to run. My problem is, literally, if you watch that game, he had no time to throw the ball. He was buying an extra second. He was throwing off his back foot a lot, but it was accurate, and and the guys were open. So, you can play. I think Tampa Bay's secondary is trash, but I think the the front seven is really good. So, that's why a lot of this makes sense. But, the guy was impressive in game one. Beat the Reds. And now, if everyone's praising him, and he's supposed to be this level-headed kid... If you go 2-2 two and two with this Giants team and you're 2-0 and oh in your first two NFL games, we ride it out and we take the ups and downs easily the rest of the year. But because Vikings team. and Pats in Game 3 and Game 4, I'm expecting absolutely nothing. This is, a, this is a bad team. Let's not get it twisted. There's, There's so many holes. It's scary. They're, they're easily in – they could be in the bottom five to bottom six teams in the NFL still. I'm not I'm – not, I think they're in bottom five. I think so. We're going to get to that. But um, is Le'Veon Bell regretting his decision? I, I think it's pretty obvious. obvious. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. It's just the body He's not playing bad. He's is, not playing bad, yeah. The yeah, body language on the field compared to what he posts on Instagram is, is pretty crazy. And I'm seeing a, lo- a lot more of the music video plugs since the season started. <laughs> but it's like, oh, here's me a little dirt. We got 1.1 1. Yeah. 1 million views. We're on three. Yeah. Don't look, look, at, look at this. He's like, it's, don't don't worry about your fa- your my fantasy points. Worry about these ballers, kids. Yeah, he's trying to uh, secure <laughs> his uh, retirement career. No, I think I think once the whole thing with Donald is a fucking that's a disaster. But so wait, I think excuse me, I'm not as abreast on model before. I've actually never had a lucky me. Virgin, yeah, for real, Wayne, <laughs> super lame. Um, Apparently his his spleen can get fucking. I know, I know, that's bad. So how long is he playing tackle football is not ideal. I I actually have had mono, not bragging, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, your spleen enlarges, and it's if you take a hit, that little burst, you'll go. Yeah, Chris Sims, that's devastating. But how long? How long is the timetable? Because I haven't really heard one. The goal is week five, coming out of the bye week. They're not practicing this week. They just cut a quarterback, signed a receiver. So cutting a quarterback with Trevor Simeon with one leg is is a good sign for the return. 
Okay. So they cut who? Luke Falk or Trevor Simmons? They cut Fails. Oh, so they had four quarterbacks. Let's keep the, the backup QB with no ankle. Just keep him on the roster just, yep. in, just in case. I mean, it's a shame because I actually like him as a backup. Like, I think he could have. Me too. Like, yeah. it was. It's really a shame because I, if Darnold goes out, which is a nightmare anyway, but he could manage a game enough if, if you could stay in it against some bad teams. But Darnold, Mosley, Williams, like... That's a problem. I think they're better than what they've shown the last two weeks, but 0-3 is not a good Your spot. leader on offense, your leader on defense is gone immediately. That, I mean, you can argue week one. And not, I'm not being dramatic because they could come back, but week one is just such a like a devastating loss. That is such a devastating loss against the Bills that game because you sneak out that win and then Donald gets hurt. Okay, you still have one win. You never know what's going to happen. It's not only that. It's the fact that it was to the Bills. Like, the Bills are three and zero. They're slowly becoming my least favorite team in the NFL. It's, it's the Bills are feeling themselves. Bills mafia. Yeah, you know, let's be honest. Frauds. The Bills ran. Yeah. They ran through MetLife, which two of the worst teams in the NFL. Um, and they squeaked one out against the Bengals at home. Squeaked one out against the Bengals, who we could also argue is one of the bottom six, seven teams in the NFL. Is Josh Allen the best quarterback of the 2018 class? I think it, I would say no. Right now, he seems like he's... I mean, on paper, based on what he's done, sure. But um, I don't know if I'm still sold on him. A lot of the games they win are very tight. The defense is pretty games. good. Yeah, the defense is pretty well, good. Well, it's the conversation, like Lamar, right now, if you look at it. Oh, yeah, Lamar is the same draft class. It's easy. You think he's better than now? I think so. Well, Could it's, be. It's true, I think those two guys are the, uh, the only... Options at this point. Baker's been terrible this year. Lamar Jackson is 2019, Michael Vick. I think Vick is better. That's, I think that's a stretch. Vick is way, way better. He's not. He does, he's not taking over the game the way Michael Vick. Michael Vick no, is a no, much more talented thrower. More talented thrower. Absolutely. Yes. yes, he was. But I don't know, man. Watch, watch some more of Lamar Jackson. I'm seeing a lot that I like, and I think it's only he's going to do it. You don't believe what you're saying. You just said that. I said immediately no. went back and forth. Looked at no, no, no. Oh, I said, and huh? first of all, it was a hot take. Number two, it's <laughs> believe what you're saying. No, right I now. do, I do, I do. 2019, Michael Vick. I'm not saying. First of all, quarterbacks are not encouraged to run as much anymore. Disagree. Yeah, I think it's more now. With Michael, yeah. Vick, you th- like who's running a lot with quarterbacks these days? Daniel Jones. He ran for 28 yards. That's why you're commending him, though, right now. Like, Eli could never do that. I, I already checked the brakes on that. I said he just has the ability to run. Yotis was all in on the mobility. I said I liked him, his mobility in the pocket, if you remember. Do I remember correctly? You're going to go back and listen. I know. I said but I liked his mobility. He can run, and he's a good runner when he wants to be. That's called mobility. Okay, okay. Which is, Let's I would say, important. It's important, but... I didn't say I want him running like Lamar Jackson. I'm telling you, watch Lamar Jackson run. They just don't. He just doesn't need to run as much as Michael Vick this year. This year, I do think he's improved every single year I've seen him throwing the ball. So if you watch, I think he'll keep getting better. It's only his second year. He looks more like his running is not his first option. That's not what he's looking to do immediately. You know who? Yes, and you know who I might even uh, include. Deshaun Watson, because that guy can move around in the pocket and is as mobile a quarterback as Deshaun Watson's also a lot better than Lamar Jackson. Oh, absolutely. But I don't know why you're comparing the two, honestly. No, just because of the way they move around in the pocket. They don't they don't run. All right. 
Because they're black. There's plenty of black quarterbacks. I didn't say Cam Newton. I, I, I didn't say, say I didn't say Geno Smith. Um, I did call out the Giants for not uh, for starting Geno Smith though because they needed to to kill some history. Josh Allen is essentially a running quarterback too, if you really watch. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, my, that's why I like Jackson more than Allen, just because I actually think Jackson is improving as a passer, and I think Allen is like, all right, I'm just gonna go out here and Paul Cruitt. And just run around. <laughs> I think uh, those two, though, Lamar Jackson and, and Josh Allen, have been see. have been uh, of the quarterback class. They've been actually successful. I still rather have oh, Sam. I still rather have Sam. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm just saying right now. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm just saying right now. Baker Mayfield is one and seven against teams over five hundred. So I mean, that's not good. That's why I'm hearing the goal. The goal of it saying they'd rather have Daniel Jones than Baker Mayfield. Yeah, but that's just that's a like lot of, a lot of people are saying that's the Listen, Skip Bayless mentality, though. No, maybe I'm watching years. too many hot take shows in preparation for this show. But. Everything's a hot take show. You need to get ratings. You're not going to get ratings saying let's play it safe. It's only been one game. Yeah, but some people are actually saying it, so they have to back it up. I'm just really. I'm still. I know I said it before. I'm befuddled. What tape did they watch on Daniel Jones? Okay, so here's the thing. Everyone I listen to about these Daniel Jones stuff, because I literally have almost broken up with my girlfriend and moved into Daniel Jones's area just to possibly <laughs> meet him at a bar, because that's how obsessed. But Daniel Jones at Duke played with zero talent. Zero t- talent. I just got a free open bar at the Tonic East. Just Let's do it. There we go. There we go. But Daniel Jones at Duke had no help at all. Zero. If he played against Clemson, if he played against Clemson and didn't, he scored like 20 points against Clemson with no NFL players on his team. Is that true? Zero? Zero NFL players? Yeah, but zero. Zero players in his four years at Duke. Can you tell though Didn't if somebody have has talent? New Year's Eve game against AM? No, um, they might have. They had a bowl game. Bowl game. Everyone pointed. Everyone pointed. But the reason no one liked Daniel Jones, getting back to what your question was, Jonas, was because everyone pointed to his college stats. Oh, you know, twenty-two uh, touchdowns and nine interceptions as a senior or as a junior. That's not impressive. That's not impressive. He played at Duke. Blah blah blah. First of all, Duke is like the Rutgers of the Big Ten. So imagine a guy throwing 22 touchdowns and nine picks in the Big Ten for Rutgers. Yeah, but my point is, it's okay for us, the normal folk, to look at stats and judge. These guys are supposed to be scouts. Well, the the scouts say that the history shows that guys don't usually improve their statistics when they leave college and go to the NFL. I mean, that's... You, you have Heisman winners that are... That's right. This is what they say. I mean, this is a neutral... Like, I'm being as unbiased as possible. You'd have to be in such a unique situation to make that actually happen. Like, Patrick Mahomes, like... There was a game where he threw 80 times in college. It just simply doesn't happen. You know what it is, like, though? I think quarterbacks are judged unfairly on numbers. You look at guys in the past that have played... Like, you, you'll hear, hear crazy stories like JPP... He only played one year of high school football, and he dominated two years at USF, and he was drafted in the first round. Quarterbacks, but quarterbacks, you're only going to look at their stats. You're not going to look at the physical tools. Daniel Jones is 6'5", 230. His arm, he doesn't have a rocket arm, but he, from week one, he looked like he can get any pass he wants down the field. Like, what were they watching is my point. 
I mean, the scouts. I'm not talking about yes. Us. I, there are already a ton of people backtracking. They're not. They're not going like, oh, this guy's the best quarterback of all time. But they're like, the outrage of taking him at six has went too far. Like, definitely went too far. Everyone, yeah, they had a little too much fun with the with the. Well, we, we went crazy about it too, and then eventually I realized. Well, because we're it's listening. Well, it's because we're listening to the scouts. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, that's a good point. And my argument was I wanted Haskins at the time. No doubt about it. I was very vocal about wanting Dwayne Haskins. You were as well, Yotis. I took a step back the day after the outrage, and I said, well, everyone's pitching that they didn't draft Josh Allen, the pass rusher, right? I was ten times more happy that the fact that they took a quarterback, they took a chance on a guy that they liked at six, rather than feeding me something... Uh, low expectations at 17 or in the second round. This team needed to address quarterback high in the draft. If Jones was their guy, okay, fine. If he doesn't work out, then Gettleman Shermer will be gone. That's that's clearly obvious. They have no uh, leg to stand on if Jones is bad. So far, he's proven that he's not – the outrage went too far. That's all I will say about him. And this doesn't save Gettleman, by the way, either. No? No. If, if Daniel Jones is good, it doesn't save Gettleman. He's got to fix. Here's what I will say. I think he gets. He's made for every five shit moves. This will be one. He gets. Move. He gets next off season because they're gonna have a probably. I think it was second most cap space in the NFL next year. They're gonna sign a whole defense next year. They have to. They have no choice. I'll, I'll, I'll give him the benefit. of I don't know. There's always defensive players available. They gotta find the right guys and get better ones than they have. Right now, they have a college defense. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Sorry to cut you off. You got it. A couple of rookies from this 2019 draft class made big plays. Darius Slayton, huge bomb down the field in the fourth quarter. Uh, Zimenez had a huge sack on third down in the fourth quarter. He's got to play more snaps. Yeah. Uh, so let's. I'm not saying this draft class is a waste, but Gettleman, I don't think if Daniel Jones is a good starter going forward, I don't think that saves him because you can make the argument that you could have Josh Allen at six. And Daniel Jones at 17. You can't make that argument. No, you can. No, okay. you can't. It's you tough. Can't. I, you can't make that after... You can't make... Not saying after one game, but number one, he also dominated the preseason. Everyone poo-pooed the preseason. Fine, fine. Comes in week... Comes in week three without playing for two weeks since the preseason. And he only played like a drive in that last preseason game. And he came in and he performed. So, at the very least, he's proven that there's something there that the Giants deserve to what take. What happened in the Dallas game? When I he was, fumbled? I had, he came in for a couple drives. I had a couple of drinks that day. I don't really remember that drive. He came in for one, one drive. drive he fumbled. <laughs> he came in one drive and tried to uh, scramble for like a yard or two and got strip sacked. My point about the draft is like you want value. So even if he is good at six, the thought is going to be second-guessing, obviously, because maybe he would have gone before 17. Who knows? But the thought is, you could have so much more value if you drafted him at 17. But that's, but that's getting greedy, and then you end up taking uh, Drew Locke at 17, and you're slitting your wrist right now. So, could have Gardner Minshew. Could have Gardner Minshew, but Stop. he was never going in the first round. <laughs> Stop. I can't believe he, He's nice. I like Gardner Minshew. I liked him at Washington State, too. He got through for a ton of yards, but that happened. I think we would throw for 200 yards in that offense. So. Did you see the uh, Washington State UCLA score? Oh my right? God, dude! I, so I was on my way home from Paris. I was in a cab 
that game was still going on. It was like 7 a.m. I was furious France. when I saw the final. Because that's like the classic Pac-12 late-night bailout game. You just get crushed on the parlays. And, and you hit the over right Over 75. The over was 60. They each scored individually <laughs> over that. That's the easiest. That might be the easiest over in the history oh of God. sports. Has it ever been? Has it ever been a better over than that? There were some lopsided uh, spreads in the NFL that you really don't see. Two games uh, with twenty-two point favorites: the Pats over the Jets and the Cowboys over oh, the Dolphins. They didn't, they didn't cover it. Yeah. The Pats the Jets, Jets held their own. The, the Cowboys covered easily. Not easily. I think they covered by like Tom Brady's in. They covered that game. Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham owes a lot of people a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he cost so many people that pass. But did you? I think Belichick was aware of the, the spread because he put it's Brady like, back yeah, in. They he put that. Brady back in. He was like, you know what? This isn't going to go well. I'm going to hear from a lot of people. I've never seen him take Brady out to begin with. Well, I think now the guy's 42. Give him a fuck. Take some time. And also, and and also like the Steelers game and the also Dolphins game. They also, the whole time. there was no chance in hell Vince McMahon was that Luke Falk was going to come back from that. I, I think maybe he wanted to stick it to the Jets and like get Jags to the He hates the Jets. Because yeah. he, he got fired by them, right? Did well, he, he left. Oh, yeah, he, he left. And, like, he was there for a cup of coffee <laughs> and said, fuck this. Can oh, you yeah. blame the guy? I mean, seriously. <laughs> right, he, did, he definitely does Good career. Job. They, Johnson they just know something that we all know. Good career. They go to, the Pats definitely have some type of under-the-table steroid that they only prescribe that no other team prescribes. It has to be at this point. There's no Josh Gordon. You see the catches this guy's making all of a sudden. He's all of a sudden he's straight and narrow for another whole season. How's that happen? Well, and you know I like Josh Gordon. I do too. No, but I'm saying like he's he was messing up everywhere else, and then he gets New England and he's chilling again. Was he with any other teams besides the Browns and the Pats? No, no, right? It's like just being like the asshole kid in high school, and they send him to the military. That's really yeah, yeah, that is. You straighten <laughs> yourself up. You straighten it's, up because it could be your last. Once they once they show you, yeah. The if you get cut, done. like AB is finished. Yeah. If you get cut by the Pats, that's the last stop. That's like what's that show? Uh, the fucking football show. Last the road and the last, yeah, chance last, chance last chance you. Last chance The Pats. The Pats are last chance you of the NFL. But I will say this about the the Giants. All I'm worried about is Daniel Jones. Finish the season healthy. If he could not play, if he could play, and, and prove Eli that again. he could be a starter, last game was you couldn't have scripted it better. Your first start couldn't have scripted. Beat it the Redskins this week, and then you could you I can afford a couple of bad games against some two two really good teams that I know will be overwhelming, especially the offensive line with no Saquon. So beat the Redskins this week, a very winnable game. Case Keenum is not two and a half points, spread. I That's think it is. Case. I think it is. Um, Giants are at home. I kind of like the Giants in that game. I don't see Case Keenum lighting it up. Redskins are bad. Redskins yeah, are the, really you got to remember, the Redskins held, and the Eagles have been pretty bad this year too, but they held the Eagles for three quarters, so that offense is a lot better than the Giants. Well, the Eagles, I don't really know if they're any good right now. It's the strangest thing. I you can't get a pulse on them, really. I, they cut foals, and that was the end of it. They, 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 they're they not Foles is free agent free Jack signed them end of the day I think they'll bounce back but listen Giant fans they're not going anywhere Jones, focus on Dan Jones, 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 Jones if Jones can win five games this year absolutely amazing season absolutely amazing season if he wins five games and he's going to be I kind of want them I want well, them he's starting week three yeah there's a you know 
You got to think. It would be good news if they won five games. You got to play the Cowboys again. They got to play the Eagles two more times. They got to play the Vikings and Pats. Right off the top of my head, that's five Washington. Two against Washington. So that's two winnable. That's what I'm saying. That's three wins right there. And then you can find two more wins on the schedule for me. Their their defense is so bad, John. They're not going to win. There's the Jets game. There's a go. There's a winnable game. (laughs) They definitely can win that. I'm not going to be the Cardinals. (laughs) They They can win that. Okay. They could win that's that. a home game. Okay. So that's six right there that they sh- they can win. They could win at least six games with Jones left on the field. Dolphins. And the Dolphins they better win that fucking game. Dolphins at home. That's a must win for Jones if he's on the field. That seems like an Eli Manning game right before Jones gets hurt and Eli comes in and beats the Dolphins and everyone's See, hey. Eli could still play. No, dude. That will happen because, uh, number one, Eli is 156 and 156 in his career. He, he could retire 156 and 156. One more win. You know what That's they insane. Right? Isn't that crazy? He literally is they, even They knew exactly what... You can't have a Hall of Fame quarterback with an undefined... Here's a question I wanted to pose when we were talking about the Pats. Would Eli... Okay, I, I'll agree Eli is the whole, might be a Hall of Famer because of the two Super Bowl victories. Brady. If he played against... If he played against... The Dolphins or Jaguars okay. in those two Super like Bowls. This. I don't know. Is he a Hall of Famer? Depends how good those teams were. No, it's not. That is not the case. He beat Tom Brady twice in two Super Bowls. That magnifies that magnifies the whole thing. The whole thing gets blown up because it was Brady twice. If it was, I'm telling you, if it was two run-of-the-mill AFC teams at one year, one year thrills, he would probably be a no Hall of Famer right now. That, that's my take. The the Super Bowls get him no, in. I don't think it's that close. I think I think it's like two uh, big but, deal. Yeah, two Super Bowl MVPs too. I know the quarterbacks usually win those, but two Super Bowls is two Super Bowls. One is one is like and you know okay. what? You know it's what? a big deal. You're too close no. to it to really see it. Like yeah, it is a big deal. But when you look at when you look at his career numbers that he accrued over time because he played so many games. He's top 10 in a lot of that's, stuff. That's what I'm saying. So he he, clar- he qualifies on that regard. But I don't know. I think it gets blown up a little bit because it was against Brady twice. Oh, I think yeah, that means yeah, more. If it gets I think it means a lot more. more. All right. Should we give our bottom five teams in the NFL? Yes. Yotis, I want you to start. Johnny, you're going to go second. I will go third. Can I just say before this starts? Yes. Oh, you Mike, Mike texted me and he's like, "Yeah, I think it's it's about time you you come on." Right as I'm at my lowest point right now in the season, and Mike could not be higher on the Giants. That all right? That might seem this unfair. Is, this is a setup. This and is. I think they're both about to say the Jets, and I don't stand for it. But yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm a second. All right, but <laughs> but wait. I will address this. No, and number one, I think we should. Is there anything else in the NFL before we get deep, too deep into it from week three that that stood out that you guys want to touch on? Um, Breeze and Roethlisberger out. Okay, that that happened. I think the Chiefs are pretty good. Yeah. It, are we walking straight into a Chiefs Pats AFC title game? Is that a lock? Yeah. That's an yeah. easy lock right now. I think that's about right. There's no way anybody else touches them in the AFC. Melvin Gordon, I think, is coming back pretty no, soon. I mean. Uh, that's so, you think he's out now? You think he'll be like a goal line back or something? No, I just think that the... I think it's killing him that Austin Eckler is like the number one fantasy back right now. Mm-hmm. Well, it, yeah, it's like Le'Veon Bell was like, oh, all right, fucking James Conner is doing what I was doing. That's fine. I'll get my money. Melvin Gordon is a little worried. He doesn't have the name value of Le'Veon Bell. 
if Eckler does even outperforms or even comes close to what Gordon was for the Chargers, that's a problem for him coming next year. Eckler can ball. I like him a lot. I like he can, yeah, a lot. He, he's a do everything back. He can catch, he can run, he can block, but he's not no, he's not as good as Melvin Gordon. I don't think it Melvin, just looks bad. I'm not that high on Melvin Gordon to be honest with you. I think he's a I think he's a above average running back. Alright, let's get to the the power the reverse power rankings. Dolphins worst team in the league, number thirty. Do you go we don't have to end it? Yeah, I'm going thirty two down, yeah. Okay. Okay, but um we could get this out of the way right now. All three of us agree that Dolphins are the worst team in the Correct. Okay, so we don't even have to say that. Dolphins are the worst team in the NFL. Okay, right now, with all the injuries and the mononucleosis, Jets, Jets are 30. <laughs> Jets wow. are 30. Luke Folk is not going to score a touchdown. They have one offensive touchdown in three weeks. I don't think you could judge them on they have, that. They have Darnold's going to come back, so do you really think they're the this worst? This is this week's worst team. Okay, it's kind of we, we also got a two-point conversion. Yeah. There you go. That's points. So yes. who, who do you have, 31? Yeah, let's do it this way. I have Washington. I'm with John on that. I think Washington is worse. Because okay. even if even if fully healthy... those guys are supposed to be out there. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even if fully healthy, the Redskins are worse than the Jets. Yeah, I mean, it's... All the teams we're going to name right now are pretty brutal. <laughs> but no, I think the Redskins are worse than the Jets. I would agree with that. Number 30, I have... But the Bengals, their defense is just as bad as the Giants. Maybe, uh, yeah, just as bad as the, the Giants. A.J. Green out. Joe Mixon not doing a damn thing. I have them number 30. So I, three. I have the Arizona Cardinals 30. Okay. So Arizona's actually not in mine. I actually, I have Denver at 30. Not a bad choice. I don't. I don't. There's a them. lot of terrible teams. They're just. I had trouble putting this together. Then to the reverse. Denver, the problem. They can't even get pressure in the quarterback right now. Von Miller and Nick Chubb. Bradley Chubb. Nick Chubb. Bradley Chubb. Miller and Chubb have zero sacks. Yeah, that's that's. How is that possible? How is that possible? That's improbable, if not impossible. Um, who you got next? And this is unbelievable. You, you said I said I had Arizona. Okay. Points each week. So. 29th, 30th, let's recap. Yotis, run down your bottom three real fast. Dolphins, Jets, Bengals. Okay, John? Worst to first. Dolphins, Skins, Broncos. And I have Dolphins, Skins, Cardinals. Okay. 29, I have the Redskins. For all the reasons we mentioned, just a bad team overall. No offense. Running backs are, are 30 and over. No Case Keenum is Case Keenum. That's it. Bad team. Yeah, we agree there. We had him higher, so no need. Jump. I have the Bengals here. And this it's a simple math problem between this one and my fifth. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> I have the Bengals here as well. And I think me and John might have the same the same fifth, but we'll we'll see about that. It could go either way for me. Alright, so twenty eight, fifth, New York Giants. Bad football team. Terrible football team. Daniel Jones, as good as he was. They should have lost that game. He played well. Like I said, Giants have nothing going for them except Daniel Jones right now. That is why the hype Saquon, is so, that is why the hype is so heavy right now. Because Saquon went out, that's depressing. The defense is absolutely abysmal. Wayne that's Goldman depressing. is our starting running back going into week four. Not ideal. Problem. They're a bad team. Plain and simple. John, set your uh fourth worst team in the NFL. Or fourth. fifth. My fifth is Pittsburgh. Wow. Oh, wow. Because we don't know who the Giants are just yet. 
Oh, we know. Much, as much as I want to put him in the bottom five, I couldn't do it. We know. I We've like been watching the same. I like what I saw. So wait, there's a glaring. Yeah, I'm never going to put the Jets in there. Oh, there's a glaring omission in your bottom I told you before, it's the only thing you me saying is that we haven't seen the team yet. Yes. Okay. I agree. But Pittsburgh, they got smacked by the Patriots. I mean, everybody has so far, but it was Jet Dolphins with the other two. So yeah. are they on that same caliber? Yeah, we don't know. And then... Actually, no, I have these flipped. So you have what? I have Steelers four. I have oh. the Bengals five. My math problem is the 49er game. You think the Bengals are better than the Steelers? I do, because the 49ers... Right now, game. listen, right now they're just as bad as each other. They're both over three. Oh, I have it right. This order is screwing me up. Okay, so you had Steelers five. Steelers five because they only lost by four to the 49ers. All right, so do you only lost by two just the Seahawks? Yes, that's true. 49ers are three and out. I don't think Shocking three and That's shocking. The 49ers are the Bills of the They're United. not a good team. Okay. It's, 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 it's shocking. Um, but real quick, John, run down your five just, just so the people know. Okay. Dolphins, Redskins, Broncos, Bengals, Steelers. Nice. I have as my fifth team, the New York Jets. I think that's a fair assessment of their team thus far. We're talking about a power ranking here. I do think they'll improve. But right now they're 0-3. And I think that division's over already. Oh, it was over before season started. But well, now you have two threes out of three. last 20 years. It's and you're the 0-3? It's over. The division, yeah, well, it pretty much is because there's two teams uh, – yeah, it's, it's, I mean, almost a quarter of the way. The, 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 Jets, the Jets lose week five. They have a bye four, correct? They lose week five, and the Pats win this week? The it's next over. three are uh, Eagles, Dallas, Patriots. Oh, maybe they can beat the Eagles. Maybe. I don't know. I no, not without Donald. No, Donald might come back then, but who knows? Um, yeah, the Jets have to be five. Their defense, <laughs> their defense has potential. I still don't really love the secondary outside of Adams. It's trash. Outside of Adams, Mark's mate, he can play a little bit. But he makes Jermaine Johnson is now a $15 million. Just So the two biggest... He sucks. Let's he's recap. He's not on the field. Let's recap. He's this healthy. The two biggest salary cap duds in New York right now on the respective teams, Trumaine Johnson and Nate Solder. Eli Manning also. <laughs> now that's hate. Twenty-three million dollar clipboard on the side. That's hate because <laughs> yeah, that's true, but that's hate because he's there for other reasons. We know he's not there because of what he's. He's not getting paid twenty-three million. When they asked right Eli now, what, when million. they asked Eli what advice he gave to Daniel Jones, he said, "Throw it to the guys in our jersey." That's a veteran question. You guys a piece of shit comment. You think that's written on the clipboard? Probably. <laughs> No, he's drawing. I will say, I did feel, I did feel like Eli seemed a little bit genuinely happy for the kid when he balled out. Of that What's show. he gonna do? No, no, but he's a robot. He didn't even get excited when his brother won the Super Bowl. He looked angry when his brother he was won the standing Super Bowl. there like, a, like, you don't see it of genuine feelings from Eli often, and in that moment, it felt like it was a genuine moment. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but in that moment when he won, it seemed genuine. He probably still hates the kid for stealing his child. But in that moment, it was like, damn, you just won the game. You know what, you can't, Eli? I can't win shit these days. Closing comments on the Giants. Eli, you're an old bag of bones. It's time to go. So now, he didn't take your job at 32. He took it at 38. Take a fucking walk. <laughs> That's what I'd say. <laughs> Thanks for your service. Thanks for the two <laughs> Thank you for your service. And your career's done, bud. It's all. So now, this begs the question, is Cooper Manning's career done? When the final Manning is out of the NFL. 
Yeah, who gives a shit about him? That's the last Archie's last project. <laughs> how, how is how is he gonna get? Is every man gonna be out of the NFL? Even though Peyton does those like ooh inside the inside the mind of the quarterback uh, videos, but whatever. Um, yeah, both New York's football teams are not good. Let's let's reiterate, not good. But we have reasons to slightly be optimistic. The Jets just hoping guys get back from injury and the team actually perform, even if they don't win or make the playoffs, which is not expected, at least perform the way they look like they should. I mean, New they, York, New everybody's York. in the Hunt team in August. All right. A so. lot of people, a lot of people like them on the upswing this year. But when your quarterback goes down this early with a couple weeks and you lose a couple tough, a tough game right away, he's not injured. That's the thing. Well, he's ill and he can't play, so he didn't lose any weight. I don't care if his New York. I don't care if he's stuck in traffic. He's not in the game. New York sports landscape is sad. It really is. It's, it's not sad. Well, we have two that's teams. Why, in that's, sport. Why, that's why we have to move on. We have to move on to Major League Baseball. We have to talk to the. We have to talk about the only good team, the last and the first good team in New York, the New York Yankees. Let's be honest. They're the last and the first. And there's no way to argue it. You can't do it. We won't do it. I won't do it. Certainly not. I'm done. My Met fans who get on me about being too on the Yankees, wake up and smell the roses. I'm not going to sit here and say and start nitpick. Like if there's ever, a th- it's like saying water doesn't hydrate you. Like the Yankees are good at baseball. That's not hard to say. They've been good at baseball since your grandfather's grandfather started breathing. So it doesn't matter. But they're the best team in baseball. That's that correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a rant. Entering the playoffs, though, I think they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do with the starting pitching. The Severino start. It looked like he can go at least five in his last start. And then good five good innings. Domingo Ramon slapping his wife in front of his boss. Yeah, know. that doesn't always go so, well. It's going to be uh, interesting. I mean, Jordan Montgomery, I don't know. No, he's got no shot. Yeah, it's going to be I, game one, Tanaka. Have to. Game yeah. two, Paxton. Yeah, Tanaka's getting the ball. Paxton after the break, though, is... No, he's been good, but I think you have to go with Tanaka game one. See what he can give you. Three-game set against... The so, how's it looking right now um, in the AL wildcard? Who, who are the two teams that are going to be playing that? I Oakland, Cleveland. Oakland, Cleveland, and I don't think anyone else is in the mix. Okay, so Oakland and Cleveland. Oh, the Rays. The Rays have still have a shot. They have a shot. Minnesota won the division. Minnesota won the division. Oh, it's over. So it's going to be Oakland, Cleveland, most and likely, or Tampa. Most most likely Oakland or Cleveland, right? Yeah, and Oakland gives the Yankees problems. The Yankees are going to walk through either either of those teams. They walk through Cleveland. I think Oakland may give them an issue. Oakland has given us. Yeah, they've, they've, they've been a problem for the Yankees. Those were bad games. The Yankees, <laughs> the Yankees are not used to playing in stadiums that uh, oh, have, and also have nobody in the stands. Let's be honest. But in the AL, it's gonna it's a collision course. Yankees Astros. I think we can agree, right? Yankees Astros. If the Twins hit eight hundred home runs in it, the Twins the are gonna be mince meat in the playoffs. Let's be honest. Yeah, I think Houston is gonna run. Well. Who's got the edge right now? I'm not sure. Houston or the Yankees in overall. And uh, who, who's going to play the wild card? Houston is up a game and a half. Oh, wow. All right, so then you'd have the Yankees against the Twins. That's actually better. I would like that more. I think the Twins are... I think the Yankees... The Yankees historically run through... The Yankees are going to mash. And so are the Twins, though. You think so? 
They fucking hit home run. They're doing three or four home runs a game. I think it'll. I would honestly rather so much rather just stay out how it is. They play the Twins. Yeah. And like, well, yeah. Historically, I can remember like, growing up. Growing up, it was always the Yankees against Joe Maurer, Justin Morneau, and they'd run through them in three games. Mm-hmm. That happened happen about again. four times. The Twins don't have the pitching. Um, and the Yankees will just go to that bullpen as quickly as possible in the playoffs, and it usually works out for them. Um, it's collision course Yankees Astros. Houston, and I think Houston, Houston starting is, pitching is better. Houston is a tough set. Three games, you got you got to deal with Cole, Verlander, Granky. Mm-hmm. And you got a good back. You're definitely seeing Verlander at least twice if you yeah. go seven. So, listen, it's the New York Yankees. They find a way. I think at the very, I see it going seven games. Yankees Astros. And then it's a toss up. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna favor the Yankees. I just think they well, they have that that record on them, the streak. They've been in a World Series every decade. Oh yeah, so they they need to do it this year. This is a team of destiny. It seems like. I mean, they could have trotted us out there. We might have every single guy who played. But the, part of the problem, what I will say is, who's what's gonna be the lineup? Is he is this is uh, Aaron Boone gonna be mixing with the lineup in in series like this, or is he does he have a set nine? Guys, he's going to try Who's out playing there. third base? It's going to be Urshela, I think. Are you carrying Talkman, too, on, on the Talkman oh, yeah, guard or Frazier? Frazier's out. Frazier played last night. Nah, I think I they'll know. be able to carry them. I think uh, they'll... It's you want to stack the bullpen, I think. If, if it's between Frazier and another arm, you got to go with the other arm. It might be, and I think... Um, now you have Stanton back. Yeah, you got Stanton back. He can play the outfield if need be. I think you can't. You gotta carry Gardner, who's had quietly a good season. Yeah, he's got old Guys are workmen, but he stays in shape. There's a different. I mean, he's always been physically like. Athletic. You gotta carry Talkman. You gotta carry Urshela. I think Frazier would be the odd man out. You gotta carry. Story of his life. You gotta carry. You gotta carry two catches. Romans. The guy must have been so happy when he got traded to the New York Yankees, and he's been locked in obscurity his whole. If he went to any other baseball team in the major leagues, at some point he would have gotten at least a full season of run. At this point, yeah. So the guy's got talent. He can hit. It's his defense. I was I was begging for a Met a big Met uh, pitcher to get traded to the Yankees at the deadline. We can go back and listen to that. Same. I was banging. <laughs> I wanted Wheeler at least, or Syndergaard. If we if we can get a haul for Syndergaard from the Yankees, I would have done it. We can go back and listen. And now I'm sitting here as a Met fan, empty-handed. Zach Wheeler is going to go to the Braves next year and probably pitch 800 times better. And uh, Noah Syndergaard is still Noah Syndergaard. <laughs> he's he's yet to do a damn thing, as far as I'm concerned. He did one. He pitched one great game in the playoffs in the World Series. Um, against the Royals that got them that one W in the World Series. He's just very hittable now, it seems. That's really his problem. People are used to ni- uh, 99-mile-an-hour fastballs. You have to be at this point. You have to be able to do other things. Yeah, I, I all he does is pump gas. It's, it, it's, his only elite pitch is his, is his fastball. When he came up in, in 2014, a starter throwing deep into a game, 98-99, was like, wow. Now it's kind well, of like... Well, he was like, throwing like 100. Course, yeah. yeah, now but it's kind of like, all right, it's it, nothing to It's to the point where in the major leagues, if, if you're a relief pitcher, you have to throw 97. So these guys for three, four innings a night are seeing gaps. They have no choice but to see it or hit it. That's and, it. And Syndergaard never really took that next step of development to like a pitcher. He's still a thrower. You would think... He still has, he has too much of an ego as Thor to think of himself, you know, i got to kind of... Playing safe with this guy. He's Maybe pretty cool. He's pretty cool. No, I like him a lot. <laughs> but no, he's marketable. He's a classic guy who will leave the Mets and dominate. 
Oh yeah, that's that's exactly what's gonna happen. It's pretty if, solid on Twitter. Yeah. If he would have gotten there traded, for a minute. if he would have gotten traded to like the Padres, he's a fucking ace. Maybe we'll see. But back to the Yankees. I think they uh, have a. Re- it's, I literally think it'll be a game seven against the Astros, World Series um, on the line. There. In the West, I think the Dodgers. Their you team is that? too deep. Too deep. You mean know, that now? That Yes. I think it's too deep. The Dodgers are the best team in the like, They've been wired They wide. almost have too many guys to play. The Braves are a good team. I like the Braves. Yeah. Um, I think their pitching is going to be an issue in the playoffs. It might be, but their offense is a real problem for any team. Literally any team. And the Dodgers don't necessarily have the best. Like, yeah, they have a good rotation. Really good rotation, but... Ryu has taken a step back. back Ryu has always been hittable, let's be honest. The guy the was, first half he was unhittable. I, I mean he was unscorable. You could get a hit off the guy, but he wasn't he wasn't um giving up any runs at all. Like a sub two ERA. Like, yeah, no runs. Stuff, right? I get it. I, but I knew he was always gonna come back down to earth. He's not the type of guy who's gonna carry out. Is Yankees there a, smacked him around. Yankees smacked him around. I'm sure he's been smacked around a lot since. Um But going into the uh Quick question about the Mets, Jonas. Who do you have? Uh, does Jacob DeGrom repeat as a Cy Young winner this year? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know who else he, to pick. Scherzer got hurt, and he hasn't been that good re- recently, right? The full season hasn't been as dominant as it was last year, but the second half has been just as dominant as, but, his, as the second half. But last year. who who do you, who would you put over him is my question. I think it's... There's not as many standout pitchers. Scherzer was out for like three, four weeks. Ryu took a really big step back. If Flaherty didn't have a fucking terrible first half, he's got a .74 ERA in three months. It's pretty damn good. It's pretty impressive. But uh, I think DeGrom is the only one that has put together a full year of yeah. good baseball. So he's going to be a back-to-back With nine wins. With He's going to be in, in back-to-back years with nine wins. Side That's on. embarrassing that they can't get him more wins. That's like, mortifying. The Tom Seaver before at nine wins. Tom Seaver has never won. Tom Seaver's never won back-to-back uh, Cy Youngs. And Jacob DeGrom's about to do it with nine win seasons back-to-back. That's embarrassing. The, and you know what's scary about the Astros? They have two guys that should probably be Cy Young. Verlander and Cole. Look at their numbers. Yeah, I mean. Fucking wild. Verlander is, an, is a, a physical phenomenon. People don't understand how dominant he's been. If you have a fantasy baseball team, you pray every night that one of your pitchers gets traded to Houston. They have some <laughs> sort of philosophy of spin doctor over there. That you go there. Derek Cole was maybe a three-starter, two-starter in Pittsburgh. And now he's one of the best pitchers, if not the best pitcher in the league. Verlander was on his... Decline out of baseball. In I mean, Detroit. yeah, Houston is Houston is stacked. He was obscure in Detroit, <laughs> and then he comes to Houston is stacked head to toe. If you look at that lineup too, like they called up Alvarez in the middle of the season, twenty-seven home runs and seventy-seven RBIs in like four months. The the Astros are kind of like the Dodgers in the sense that they're they're a good team. Their major league roster is stacked, and they still got young guys on the farm that can come up and probably be better. Or a three or four hit. Yankees have done that to a Yankees large extent. Yankees have done that. Look at all the successful teams. You got it. The Cubs are kind of in disgrace now. Right? <laughs> yeah. They should be a lot better. Rick, do you want to talk? All right, let's wrap up the show because I feel like we've been going on for a minute here. But do you want to touch on the and lament your Philadelphia Phillies real quick? Yeah, I do, actually. I, 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 I can go on for I've really been shopping your ass for quite some time. I said this at the beginning of the year. I said the rotation is a major issue. 
what happens. Nick Pavetta is an absolute piece of trash. Vince Velasquez is an absolute piece of trash. <laughs> Aaron Nola was trash for most of the year. Well, he, was a, he was overrated to begin with. Nah, you expect that he's good. He's got good stuff. Right, he was never... They had him... I know he had a great season last year. But he's a number one on a lot of teams. He had he had a lot of, a lot bad, of bad teams. Uh, he had a lot of bad outings this year that really blew up his ERA. He hasn't been good. Hasn't been what we expected. Jake Arrieta sucks. You as in you and the Philly fan base? Correct. Okay. Um, sure. The lineup... The lineup... I expected the pitching to be bad. The bullpen is probably is very Mets-like. Might it might be worse than the Mets because at least the Mets had expectations. You know, Diaz is supposed to be good. At least Lugo, Lugo, is good. Lugo was really good. The Phillies have no bullpen. Hector Neris is garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry. He sucks. He's a seventh-inning guy. Maybe. He's not a closer. He's either striking you out or giving up a 450-foot bomb. Okay? Bad bullpen. I expected the pitching to be a disgrace. The lineup has been very disappointing. Hoskins has been brutal in the second. Bryce Harper or Michael Conforto? Wait, wait, wait. Dude, Harper. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to ask you. Remember that, remember that Harper Grand Slam when he like, sprinted really fast? That was cool. Uh, yes, that was probably the <laughs> highlight of the year, actually. Uh, Gene Segura hurt on and off. Hasn't been what we expected. Didn't steal any bases. McCutcheon getting hurt really McCutcheon hurt. getting hurt. And I actually was not a fan of that move. And I'm not going to say that I was right because uh, he played pretty well for us. And he was After he left, we had no leadoff hitter. Scott Kendry was hitting for about a month, and then he turned back to Scott Kendry. Um, Rio Muto has been the only consistent performer for the Phillies, and having a hitting catcher is not really that important in today's day and age. And he's really good defensively. And he's really good. He's, a, he's probably the best catcher in the league. Easily not saying much, though. All right, that was Yotis' Philly rant. Uh, well, I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Well, we couldn't give a rat's ass about the Phillies. That Gabe Kapler needs to go. He's just as bad as Mickey. See, <laughs> if we if we lived, that's funny to hear though. If, if we lived in Philly and we listened to sports radio there, I'm sure they bash this guy just as much as Mickey. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Um, I went through your Twitter trying to find like just bad takes like in the past, something I could like bring up, and it was just you don't like the Phillies. I don't. No, the problem is I do, and they make, it was me, all, it was all sad. They make me extremely <laughs> upset because the Mets, like, bad ownership. Yeah, they just really bad, bad ownership. It, the Phillies, there's really no reason. We have we spend a lot of money. Our farm system is trash, I would say, since Nola and Hoskins came up really bad. And Franco, those were the three. I thought Hoskins was going to have a huge year. Well, he didn't. And I, I saw him chirp with Hoskins. Hey, try not to hit one through the field. Yeah, try to hit a baseball forward. Yeah, that's that's going through it. The baseball is supposed to be hit where the people with gloves are not. That's the premise. I was hoping to get his attention. I think someone needs to tell him that. He's been, and I'm going to say this, it's his approach. I watch close to every Philly game. He cannot hit outside pitches. He rolls over everything. His, and here's another thing. He has over 110 walks this year. That's great. Nobody's really behind him to drive him in. Doesn't have he has terrible speed. He cannot watch fastballs down the fucking middle. That's what he does. If you look, he averages over five uh, pitches per at bat. That's all fine and dandy. Swing at good pitches. You can't get yourself in three and two counts and then roll over a ground ball to short because you can't hit to the opposite field. That's not gonna work, dude. Yotis is literally salivating at the mouth. 
ranting about the Phillies. I personally think that was entirely too much Philly uh, coverage because this is a New York-based show. I think I didn't take a shower. Yeah, I felt I felt <laughs> personally attacked. Um, the Phillies should feel personally attacked. The Phillies are a joke. The Mets are a joke. Um, most of New York sports is a joke. And that's why you're here to listen to us on the Open Tap Podcast. It's been a great episode. Um, we're happy to have John on. Uh, great guest, I would say. I'd have to listen back, but great guest. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, hopefully he comes back at some point. You never know. The man, the man's busy. Um, we're busy as well. That's why you get one episode a month. We are going to try and make that um, a little bit more frequent. We're going to try to do it at least two to three, two to three episodes a month. Because honestly, not too much. With NFL going though, you could you could do an episode every week. That's a fact. But when there's baseball season like we've had, and you're sitting around, you're like, oh, Mets suck. Yankees are good. We had a, <laughs> yeah, there's really like really nothing else to. Elaborate. I mean, it's like we can talk about the Phillies. Yeah, we, we, there's plenty <laughs> to talk about the Phillies, but Yoda's gonna have to call in the Philly sports radio um, later tonight if he wants to do that because it's not happening anymore. Open tab there. They're in a casket for the rest of this <laughs> till the next year, till the next time Yotis cares about something the Phillies do. Um, but Yotis, anything else you want to add before we, we sign off here? Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes, baby! Listen, let the Giants have gone through absolute turmoil the last three years, so we're excited about Daniel Jones. But Darnold, let's, let's get Darnold to come back. Let's out, let, I want to see Darnold come back as well and be um, properly evaluated and get a fair chance and actually you know, have some time to throw the ball, make, make some plays on the field, that type of stuff. Um, but until then, until hopefully next week, we're going to try to bring one next week, another episode of OTP in the books. Peace. Be good, folks.